All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Simply Cyber Live. I think that's how we're going to start branding these Thursday live streams. Now, there are a lot of organizations out there that help people develop cybersecurity skills and get better and break into the industry and all the wonderful things that many of us have done. But every once in a while, a really special organization comes around and Cyberbytes Foundation, to me, is definitely one of those organizations. If you've been a longtime friend of Simply Cyber, you know that we've had them on the show uh, in the past and, and highlighted some of their initiatives. And these guys are going absolutely gangbusters, ramping up, delivering more value to the cybersecurity community, frankly. And it's just, it's just fantastic. And I'm super, super pleased today to bring Amanda Sawicks, who's the Director of Innovation, a key player over at Cyberbytes Foundation, to talk not just about the 2020 cybersecurity initiative, so we know what's going on and how y'all can get involved, but really to talk about what is the mission of Cyberbytes Foundation. And I'll give you a hint. It's education, innovation, and community outreach. But what does that mean for them? How are they realizing on that vision? And what does it all mean for us? So I'm super pumped. I hope you are too. Remember, same rules apply. If you have a question, put a cue in front of it, drop it in chat. We will get to it, okay? You don't need to spam it a whole bunch of times. Um, you know, be good and let's go talk to Amanda. Hey, Amanda, what's up? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I've been looking forward to this. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. And thanks so much for what you guys do at Cyberbytes Foundation. So I guess, you know, a lot of people, I mean, I've been speaking about it all week about you guys coming. Mm -hmm. And I know some people have kind of Googled it and, and checked it out. But just so we have some level setting, if you will, can you kind of talk to us about what, like the simple question, right? What is Cyberbytes Foundation? Right. No problem. Well, the... the the Cyberbytes Foundation is, it's, a, it's an ecosystem, you know, and it's a very dynamic ecosystem. You know, uh, you said earlier in the introduction, you know, we do education, innovation, and outreach, you know, and now we can talk about, well, what does that mean and how do we do it? Mm -hmm. So, <clears throat> you know, it's a 30,000 square foot facility. Um, we have, and it's, it's, all, it's over three, uh, three floors. So on the first floor, that's where all the education happens. Um, and we also have a 10,000, um, sorry, and we also have a 12-seat uh, Pearson View Testing Center. So then, you know, so that's the first floor. This, and, you know, we'll talk a little bit more about, like, the education piece. Then you go to the second mm -hmm. floor, and that's where all of the, that's where all the exciting stuff is, and that's where all of the labs are. Um, we have a software factory. We have a 5G, an advanced 5G lab. Um, we have an AI and an ML lab. We have two AR, VR labs, et cetera, an IoT and ICS lab as well. So, you know, and then on the third floor, um, we have a SCIF. So, and they're, well, they're building out a skiff right now, uh, and that's through uh, a DD-254 by the Marine Corps Systems Command. Yeah, and real quick, just for, just for the audience, just to, so we're all clear, a, a skiff is basically a classified facility for doing cleared, cleared work. So you can't just right. have, like, secret documents all over the place. You have to do it in <laughs> controlled spaces. So that's fantastic. Yeah. You don't, you don't yeah. just go to Home Depot and pick up a skiff, I assure you. Yeah. No, no, I don't think they have enough. They don't have that yet. So yeah, but it's uh, yeah, it's a very secure space with the you know extremely extremely tight uh, you know parameters for it. 
Mm -hmm. So, so you just mentioned uh, labs, right? That my my interest peaked right away. You said five G AI AR VR OTICS. So, like, I guess, can you kind of elaborate? Like, when you say lab, in my mind, I'm thinking there's technology there. There are people who are skilled in the technology. Maybe you maybe you do education. Maybe you're doing research. Like, what? Like, I guess, pick the AI one. Like, what is what does that actually look like? What, what's going on in there? Right. Okay. Fantastic. Um... AI is something, you know, kind of near and dear to my heart. And it's, it's, it's been so disruptive and it's going to become even more disruptive. So, you know, if you go up to our, um, if you go up to our AI lab, when you, it, we have the latest and greatest technology from, you know, and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to use any sort of, uh, you know, any of our vendors, you know, to give preference over one or the other, but, you know, all of the top technology companies are in our building and they're doing, you know, they have their leading technology in our building. So, you know, when we get people from the community or from the DOD in, they can see the latest and the greatest. And then we also have, you know, the subject matter experts from the largest technology companies who can come in, you know, and explain and help solve the problems. And that's the beauty of the ecosystem that we have, you know, the DOD or, you know, other organizations, they can't afford the top engineers on the planet, but we have access to those people. So we can sit down, you know, here's my I, here's my here's my problems. Here's my problem set, etc. We can we have access to those engineers, and now we're solving problems engineer to engineer. And you know, and that's kind of the beauty of you know what the ecosystem offers at the Cyberbytes Foundation. So, so, so uh, <clears throat> that sounds very much like it's a um, government to business kind of government has issues, or or maybe commercial sector. I don't know. Let me let me know if it's if it's really any entity that can do it. But is there also opportunity for individuals to to get involved in any capacity yeah oh definitely definitely um it was originally started to solve the problems of the warfighter and and they are doing that incredibly 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 well um however you need industry you know to support that um you know industry has the best practices they move a lot more rapidly etc so you know it's it, for 2022 and beyond you know that's going to be one of the main objectives of the foundation is to bring, you know, more commercial entities um, into the, into the facility as well. So, you know, so in saying that, you know, it's those really innovative organizations and companies, you know, those smaller uh, technology companies, you know, that I'm going to be really targeting, you know, and really looking at, and that's, you know, that's where that magic happens. Yeah, that's really cool. So is the research that's coming out of these labs, is it, is it, proprietary is it published academic research what, what what is the output of the solutions that they're uncovering um well I'll, I'll give you an example so there's there's something called a crater that we have um and so we'll get us we'll get some problem sets uh sent to us and we'll have to you know we'll have to work on those and then industry will write white papers etc uh, mm. for the government and then we'll, you know, that's the, those are the answers that they'll get back, you know. So the research is to a set of problem sets that have been given to the Cyber Rights Foundation. Yeah, I, I, I like it. It sounds, it makes sense. So the work is done and then, you know, basically knowledge share is disseminated back out, uh, maybe at a broader level where the specific problem was solved for that particular warfighter or group or whatever. And then 
uh, the, the knowledge is pushed on. That's, that's really good. Oh, I'm seeing a lot of people in chat, uh, Amanda, talking about uh, this second floor, which is why I gravitated it to myself as a tech, you know, getting your hands dirty, getting right up into the mix. So um, with the 5G AI, I mean, th these are all kind of like cutting edge technologies, right? I guess the OTICS one is the odd man out since that's like, what do you guys have in there? Like 30 year old technology and it's considered bleeding edge or something? Uh, well, it's it's just it, right now uh, we did we have the standard ICS wool. Yeah, yeah, no, of yeah. course, of course. So, um, okay, so re really quick before I kind of pivot off of of this lab, um, I mean, do you guys you guys are physically located in Quantico, Virginia? So, when, yeah. if someone like I see Pete McKinnon talking about how how awesome this sounds, and I agree with you one hundred percent, Pete. Um, like, can could Pete as an individual go to Quantico and and, and get involved with these labs or is there a, a remote learning capability or do you run like sessions or, or, you know, like what type yeah. of opportunities? Yeah. Okay. So it, it would, you know what, that would be a further conversation. It would be, you know, what sort of, you know, test and evaluation it would have to come from, you know, it would have to come as part of a, like a test and an evaluation, mm -hmm. you know, like someone come, can't just come in off the street and, you know, start using the technology. No, that can't okay. happen. Okay, that makes <laughs> sense. So that you can't just walk in, throw on a VR headset and be like, I'm here for the Foo Fighters concert, right? Well, you know what? We would absolutely let you, but we, you know, we have to, you know, we have to, you'd have to make an appointment. How about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that sounds good. So, so let's pivot on to kind of the education element of the mission, right? So, because it sounds like that was really tied to innovation. Um, with the education component, I mean, you guys have the Cyber Bytes Academy. I don't know what that is. <laughs> so can you okay. can you share with yeah. me and the Simply Cyber community, what is Cyber yeah. Bytes Academy? Definitely, definitely. So essentially, this is this is almost where the foundation had started. Um, you know, there was a real need to fulfill people who had some cyber skills. So that was, you know, that that's the very short version of how the foundation was started. But right mm -hmm. now, um, and this is an area where we're really, really, really expanding um, in, in, in expanding the type of training, et cetera, that we're going to be offering. So, but right now we offer A plus, Network plus and Security plus, um, uh, Certified eth Ethical Hacking, et cetera, um, and CISSP. Those are the kind of sort of the standard ones that uh, we're offering right now. And those are offered for free of charge. And yeah. then we also have a 12 seat piercing view testing center where, you know, if you are kind of local, you can come there and, you know, do your uh, certification as well. However, so that's sort of one piece, but. So um, if, I, if I can, Amanda, just, I'm sorry, but uh, you just said something that's definitely very interesting. Uh, so I threw the question up because you were, you were literally answering Kimberly's question before we asked it. So Kimberly, very, very uh, uh, next level thinking there for you, but um you said free. So what, what do you mean by free? Free what? Free boot camp? Free education? Free cert set? Yeah. What, what's free? No, you have to pay to do the certification. Sure. Um, yep. But we get a reduced rate for, you know, if you do it through us, you do get a reduced rate to do that. Um, but taking the course, like we pay for the instructor and you can do it whether it's in person or online. Obviously, you know, we started this during COVID, so everybody was forced home. So, um, yeah. Yeah. We offer those courses, like the actual coursework, you know, that's done for free. Oh, that's absolutely fantastic. It's not, uh, yeah, no, and it's not, uh, 
you know, it's not some sort of recorded video or something. It's a live instructor uh, that you have access to. Yeah, I'm with this random anonymous LinkedIn user here. Where can I go to get more information on this free training? Yeah, you can simply just go to the website or you can even just drop me a note and I'll, I'll give you some dates and times as to when everything is going to be running. Okay, so that would be cyberbytesfoundation.org or cyberbytesfoundation.org. Yeah, I'll drop that in chat. Okay, so uh, I, didn't, I didn't mean to uh, interrupt you uh, to derail your train of thought, but I just know that that is something that people definitely want to key in on. Yeah. No, and that's one of the main missions of the foundation. So it's, you know, to ensure that we're, you know, helping with this, you know, dare I say it, skills gap, because I, I have some different opinions about that, whether it's a skills mm-hmm. gap or not. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, what, so what are your thoughts about the, the perceived skills gap or the talent shortage in the industry? I don't, I don't think there is one. I, I think that there is, I, I think that there's a hiring issue. You know, I would bounce it right back to how people are being hired. And, you know, the, you know, industry has to start training people a little bit differently. And, you know, as you know yourself, the technology changes so rapidly what i learned in university is irrelevant you know as far from a technology standpoint you know you need the basics you know but i think you can really do so much more hands-on training and and you'll get you know i think you'll get a much better engaged employee you know if we you know because we're going to need to do it somehow and you know i think this because what we're doing now isn't working so yeah i i, I, I agree a hundred a hundred percent yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it, it is funny that people would just rather have nobody in the seat than hire someone who they don't perceive as, you know, uh, capable of, of being able to learn or being able to be trained up or anything like that. So, yeah, imagine that hiring talent and then investing in them. Uh, the, the... <laughs> I know. This is, it's such a strange, strange, isn't it? So, but no, it, I, I think that. You know, if we take a few more chances on people, well, you know, if you get somebody who's engaged and, you know, as long as they, they, they need to have some basic skills, obviously, but, you sure. know, I think people find people who are willing to learn. And there's a lot of those people out there, you know, because it's this, this shortage is not, is not, it's trending in the wrong direction at the moment. I absolutely agree. Do you happen to know, um, like with Cyberbytes Foundation, since education is really one of their pillar, um, you know, values, mission statements. I mean, do you guys have, uh, are you tracking metrics or do you have any type of data behind the students that go through your programs and then their placement rate or, or any, anything kind of associated with the students? Yeah, I, we do have that data, uh, but I don't have it at hand. So I can't speak to where that is. Cause we have a, we have someone separate. Um, we have a director of education, uh, Dr. Miller, and he, that all sits, that all resides with him. So I don't actually have those stats off the top yeah. of my head. But yeah. Well, it's not but fair because I didn't, I, I didn't, I just like pulled that out of nowhere uh, to, yeah, to attack okay. you. Okay. Yeah. So, so, okay, but, so we talked about the education and I know you were going to mm-hmm. continue on about something. So is it, is it, is it go beyond or is it grown out beyond, you know, just your CompTIA and your CISP certs? Yeah, no, we're going to be doing like so much more training because, you know, I think, well, I know that like soft skills are incredibly important. Um, you know, mm. the technology side needs to be able to, you know, converse and do business with the business side of the house, you know, and the operations side of the house. So, you know, there's this, 
conversation that needs to happen in the middle. So there's a lot of training going on in there. Um, we're also expanding, you know, the types of courses that we're going to be doing as well, you know, in this um, DevSecOps uh, arena, you know, mm -hmm. so just, just the type of curriculums that we're going to be offering are really, really expanding as well. Oh, that's fantastic. And, and yeah. I know like, like we're, we're here to talk really about the 2020 two initiatives yeah. but really when i when i launched the question what is cyberbytes foundation it, it it's it's deceptively simple to say but it is really interesting and deep when you explain it at you know at the level it warrants so we've talked yeah. about the academy um the american cyber league another piece of this cyberbytes foundation what is tell us about that yeah, well, the American, see, this is where all the magic happens. And this is where I, you know, this is the part of my job that I absolutely, like, I am very grateful every single day for the seat that I get to sit in. And I, you know, I'm, yes, it's, it's fantastic. I get the top technology companies on the planet and bringing their top technology into our building. And, you know, so I have these subject matter experts around me, you know, basically showing off, you know, best in class. So, and that that all that sort of magic happens on uh, that happens on the second floor in the labs. So, um, and the really interesting part of it, and this is where the magic happens for me. Out, outside, you have all of these companies who would be competitors. Whereas part of the conversation to participate at the foundation is we all need to collaborate, and we're all here for the mission to help solve the um, the issues for the warfighter and to support the warfighter. So, under when they're under one roof the solutions all they all have to work together you know so it's and when you're solving the problem for the warfighter it's never 100 percent company x it's going to be you know 10 percent of this company 10 percent of this company a little bit of this so then when we're walking around these people from the dod you can say this is how the complete solution works together and you're gonna all it takes all of these companies to work together to get you across the line and to solve those problems and then you know taking with that you know, we are now have all of these highly skilled engineers and subject matter expert. We can sit down at a table and really, you know, whiteboard out and really get some creative functioning solutions. And again, that that synergy is just incredible. I know. And that's, yeah. that's the, the foundation. You know, it, it's a little cynical and obviously biased, uh, but it's it's funny when you take the 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 business and the finance people out of the equation and you just have the tech people get together. They don't yeah. care that you, you work for, you know, Dell and I work for compact yeah. and, and, you know, it, it's yeah. more like, Hey, Oh, like let's nerd out on something awesome together and, and exactly. pull our resources. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was, I was talking to a, a very large organization yesterday at the conference and, you know, they were talking about that they want to join uh, the foundation, which is fantastic. We, you know, cause the more the merrier. Mm -hmm. um, and he's like, oh, and I'm going to send this person and this person. I said, but you're not. I know. I said, I want your tech people. I don't want, you know, because you have to be really cognizant and, you know, we have to keep the integrity, you know, yeah. that it's, it's not turning into a sales show. That's not what this is at all. So, I'm a little bit hard line, you know, when it comes to that, because it, it's, it is all about the technology and, you know, how the technology is going to solve a problem. So, yeah, you know, no, I, I, I understand the business side of the house, you know, but that's, uh, you know, that's, that's for another time. First, let's solve the problem. 
Well, I appreciate, I mean, you were saying it almost uh, as a matter of fact and kind of implicitly, but I love that you just explained that the integrity of whatever CyberBytes is delivering, whether it's education, innovation, or outreach, you guys are cognizant of the integrity. It's not just like expand for the sake of expansion to say you have, uh, you know, 100,000 people involved or 50, the Fortune 500 companies are all involved or whatever. Like, I, I really appreciate personally, because that means that you're deliberate about the choices and selections that you are making, as opposed to just, you know, scooping them all up for, for metrics sake. I, I really appreciate that. No, and one of, one of the other things, you know, especially, you know, dealing with the strategic partnerships, it's really important that, you know, there's a few things that I'm always cognizant of, and I'm very, you know, very direct about when I, you know, am onboarding partners. It's, you know, you have to, we are here to support the warfighter. That's, that's first and foremost, you have to play nice in the, in the playground. And, you know, you have to be a contributor to the foundation as well. So, you know, it can't, you know, me, me, Matt, Joel, Aaron, Jonathan, you know, like we're a really small team kind of doing these incredible things, but, you know, it takes all of us to work together. So, you know, kind of just putting up a banner, you know, in the lobby is not, that's not helpful, you know, right. and, and you, have to, you, have to, you have to participate, you have to, you know, you have to get involved in, you know, in the sort of events that we're putting on, etc. So, you know, yeah. so it's, I, I do, I push back on, I push back on our, <laughs> on our partners as well. So um, just as a quick aside, because there's some chatter in chat about this, um, people are talking about that piece of art over your right shoulder. Uh, and there's, there's, there's some, there's a lot of interest around what that piece of art is. So I don't know if you want to comment on what that piece of art is, or if you have any thoughts on it, on this, on this cog gear looking thing. Uh, okay. Um, I, I don't, I'm at a hotel in, <laughs> so it's not mine. Okay. It's <laughs> so I can't even like bring it over to show you or anything. So yeah, it's, it, it is quite interesting though. You know, from a mechanical perspective, but there, oh, there we go. All right. Well, thank you for thank you for indulging chat. They do appreciate. Um, they do appreciate it. So no problem. No, it's all good. Don't worry about it, Brian. Uh, it, it's all fun. So okay. So Amanda, we we've it took us twenty minutes, and, but we got here. I think I think myself and the audience really understand at least at a surface level what Cyberbytes Foundation is all about. Like you, you, if someone asked me at a coffee shop right now, I could answer the question. So let's talk about, you guys have been in, in, in uh, existence for probably two or three years at this point. You're ramping up two months. years, 18 months. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. So 18 months, it feels yeah. like you've been around for, for much longer uh, and, and the maturity level that you guys have achieved as an organization. But let's talk about 2022's initiatives it's february so we're already halfway through q1 what yeah. what is on the docket that you want to share with us about 2022 well, 22 like to if you kind of look back last, last year was all about getting you know it was it was the mechanics of it like getting the equipment physically in like literally getting the building finished and you know getting a few key people in place etc whereas you know this year we kind of have to like right the ship a little bit and it's you know, I, we want to do a lot more, um, you know, training and evaluation, etc. Um, we want to do, 
you know, I want to get more partners in. And one of the really big things that I want to do, and I, we were speaking about this earlier, we are predominantly focused on the DOD right now. Um, and that's great. But I think it's going to be extremely beneficial if we bring in the commercial side and if we bring in industry, um, you know, if we have those running alongside. And, you know, because we get a lot of, you know, the the DOD gets a lot of their best practices from industry. So, you know, if we kind of have that running alongside, you know, and industry moves at a, a much quicker pace as well. So I think we need both to happen uh, within the foundation. So that's going to be something that's really, you know, really high on my list this year. So mm -hmm. if we can work on the, you know, but I want to keep it in the regulated spaces, you know, whether it's healthcare, finance, you know, banking, etc. So, you know, that's one of the main goals of this year is to get, you know, uh, one of those regulated industries uh, set up, you know, alongside with one of our partners, but then have still have a tie in, um, you know, so that there is something relatable for the DOD in it. So I have a few ideas on that. It's not, uh, you know, it's not a, in, the plan is not 100% uh, mm -hmm. ready for public consumption yet, but we're getting there. We're getting there. Oh, that's fantastic. So, so are you are you thinking it's similar to kind of the way that the DOD interaction is now? So, like, let's say it's um, uh, Chase Bank, right? Just just to pick a name out, right? If you're going to go financial services, Chase Bank brings you a problem, and then the tech SMEs help solve the problem. Is that yeah. is that kind of how you're envisioning it? That's exactly that's exactly how I'm envisioning it. Or even you know to the point of like from an education, you know, slash research, research point of view, you know, the bank can kind of give us, uh, you know, here's the five problem, you know, here's five big banking problems, you know, and then have, whether it's a master's student or something, you know, work on those problems and alongside with the bank, you know, just, you know, I say banking or finance or healthcare, whatever it may be, you know, yeah. so that we can sort of research that way as well. Oh, very interesting. So, okay. So that's, that's kind of on the, it sounds like that's uh, growth and initiatives associated with the innovation pillar. What, what mm -hmm. kind of other projects are you going, whether, whether it's outreach or education? Yeah. As far as the outreach goes, um, it's, like I said, we have like, we have the biggest names in the business um, under our roof right now, you know, and then we also, you know, alongside that, we also have, uh, you know, some smaller tech companies. So if we could all sit around a table, you know, and say, you know, here's, I've mapped out what we're going to be doing for the year as far as events goes, et cetera, you know, and, but then if we could take the best of the best of the best from all of these companies and say, you know what, for this panel, I'm going to bring, you know, my top three, you know, if we could all collaborate together, you know, and, you know, take some idea or take some event and, you know, polish it up and make it a lot better. I think that's, really one of the goals of, you know, that I want to achieve this year, you know, because right now everybody's just been kind of working on their own stuff. Whereas, you know, if I lay off the events, uh, you know, for all the partners and for all the members and, you know, and have them, you know, pick and choose where they can best collaborate and contribute, you know, mm -hmm. we'll see a lot higher level of engagement and success, et cetera. So, you know, providing, you know, sort of like cross-pollination, um, you know, for the foundation. And so that's, you know, the partners, they, of course, they want to get something back as well. And there's, you know, that can scratch the business side for them. 
Sure. So like, what? okay, so these are good ideas, but it, as far as trying to understand how it materializes, you mentioned a panel and stuff. So I know yeah. simply, um, simply cyber, I know Cyberbytes has a YouTube channel, but it, it isn't really, I've checked it out occasionally. I subscribe to it. Um, you guys haven't really done a lot with it. It looks like you tried and then you kind of, you know, stopped. Uh, so are you thinking like, how does this materialize? Is this an in-person conference? Is it a hybrid conference? Is it, is it uh, a panel at DEF CON? Like, like wh right. what's it look no, like? No. Uh, okay, good question. Very good question. So I meet Jonathan and I basically sat down in my office and said, like, he, we're going to quarter by quarter by quarter. We, here's the sort of events that we're going to put on. So whether it's like a coffee morning, whether it's a, um, a networking event, you know, we've, we've set out what the, each quarter is going to be. Um, and then we're going to uh, put that back to the partners and saying, here's the events that we're going to have. How do you want to participate? Because each quarter is going to be listed by, um, you know, by industry. So whether it's uh, AI, 5G, um, innovation, cybersecurity, you know, each quarter is going to have its own theme. So they, then, <clears throat> so we're going, to, we're going to have an event, like a partner engagement event to invite all the partners in. And then they can, like I said, they can kind of pick and choose from the menu what they want to participate yeah. in. So. So uh, I'm sorry if, if you just said this, but like the 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 four flavors, the four kind of themes, yeah. the, the the seasons. Uh, the did seasons. you just did you just disclose that, or is that something you can disclose? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's like um, we have five G, we have AI, we have cybersecurity. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's the way that. Oh, it's so interesting. So like interesting. So I have been operating under the context. Of course, I am incredibly. Uh, biased towards cybersecurity. So in my mind, everything is cybersecurity. The news is cybersecurity, right? Um, so I, I, when you've been saying AI and 5G, in my mind, it's like security of 5G. It's security of AI. But you guys are doing well beyond just security of that tech or that, that you know, protocol or whatever. Definitely. Um, there's, you know, I've, it's been said that, you know, cybersecurity isn't everything, you know, but it is in everything, you know, so we, you know, mm -hmm. you have to be cognizant of that and, you know, building in cyber right at the beginning of your project is, you know, and looking left of that is, is incredibly important. So, you know, but we do all of the tech and obviously anything with the tech that goes with the DOD has to be secure, you know, mm -hmm. beyond secure. So, you know, so cybersecurity is a, is a very, very, very hot topic uh, at the foundation. Yeah, absolutely. And and really quick, uh, Guillermo Guillermo he, he dialed in late. I I find it unbelievably important for the Cyberbytes Foundation to be like one of the key takeaways that people get out of here. So um, to reiterate, uh, it's it's education, innovation, and community right. outreach, and it's and they're a nonprofit, right? So they're it's like like the money's been pushed aside and it's focused on delivering value. Um, Chip, uh, member of the Simply Cyber community, he's asked a couple times different ways in chat here about uh, the OT technologies around testing, around calibrating. Can you just give us a little bit deeper on the ICS OT lab? Uh, what, you know, the kind of work going there. I know we've talked at a high level, but. Yeah, um, that, what are we doing in there? Like like I said, we, we, have, the, uh, we have the ICS wall um, and we've done, uh, we've done, hack the, we ran Hack the Capital out of there uh, last year. Um, we have, yes. uh, 
You know who we have Enclave? Do you know them? Mm -mm. No, no, I've heard of an Enclave. I, I've built Enclaves. I, I, <laughs> I never heard of a company called Enclave. No. Um, well, Enclave is like they're uh, really big into uh, zero trust, obviously. So, okay. Yeah. So they, they're a really big partner in our, uh, in that lab as well. So they do some really, really incredible work. Um, so probably the biggest one. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I know, I know a company, well, whatever we could talk offline about it. Never mind. Yeah. So, all right. So hopefully that answers your question, Chip, around the OT stuff. Uh, Gregory has a question and I, I find this one, this is good for, for all guests really. Uh, you know, now that you work with all this innovation technology and you see a lot of bleeding edge stuff and probably some crazy stuff in the AI space, Amanda, what keeps you up at night? What keeps me up at night? It's, it keeps me up at night is that we're not moving quickly enough and we have the technology, but we can't implement the technology quickly enough. And I think knowing that um, is, is, is difficult, you know, knowing that, you know, anybody in the RIC countries, like they are, they are relentless. And anybody, I think anybody outside of the cybersecurity realm would not maybe understand that. But, you know, if you sit in the cybersecurity, you know, they are relentless. Like it is, it is nonstop. Whereas we are bound, you know, here on, you know, on this side, we are bound by, you know, certain laws and bureaucracy and, and they are, you know, you know, in the rich countries, they are not, you know, they get mm -hmm. governments to do that, you know, so it, it's okay, you know, so it, it's just this unfair advantage, you know, and, um, you know, I, there's, there's, there's some really worrying trends. So I, I think that's, you know, without saying too much, it's, yeah, it, no, it, I, yeah. It's really difficult, you know, and I don't want to say one country over the other. Sort of, of course. And, and I'm, I'm totally, uh, I'm totally with you on that one. And, you know, we actually just covered in today's newscast uh, um, on first things first, the Simply Cyber morning daily threat briefing, uh, shameless plug yeah. um, that, and I'll bring myself up here for a second. So Twitter is actually rolling out an automated mechanism that will ban accounts for seven days if yeah. they are replying to an actual post in a way that the algorithm determines to be negative or abusive or bully. So if you say like I, the ideal case here, Amanda, is um, I, I like chocolate, right? And then someone comes on and says, chocolate sucks. You suck. Vanilla is the best. You're the worst. Like eat a D like whatever. And ban for seven days. That's the use case. But we were talking about how you know, who's controlling that algorithm and whose influences are on it, right? Like, you know, you're talking mm -hmm. about countries, but, you know, tech, it, you know, it's it's all about money and who controls that algorithm. So now you say something like, uh, I like chocolate and the vanilla industry has a vested interest in people not liking chocolate. So, you know, there's a bit of a flex, you know, or, or, or even worse, you say yeah. something that's very polarizing, and the people who are replying to you are getting banned, even though you kind of like lit the match with your intentionally polarizing initial post. So I, I, all of that, I don't have any thoughts about, about that. I, I know we did not talk about this before. No, no, that's totally fine. And I, I think that misinformation and disinformation, you know, I think that's, that, that, that will feed right into that. Um, 
it, it's yeah, it, misinformation. It just like you know, we can just look back to a couple of years ago as to what happened in in the U.S. and uh, figure out how catastrophic misinformation and disinformation can be. So, oh, quite quite yeah, quite true. Very, yeah, and yeah. Oh God! I just don't even want to start that conversation. Yeah. Well, let, let me let me let me bring it back to cyber bites. I I, I digressed and uh, got a little yeah. saucy. You know, just no, shame. So yeah, I just I just political on simply cyber. Yeah, simply simply political. Yes. So Pete, Pete's asking, you know, does cyber bites from the public outreach perspective? How do you guys engage universities or K through twelve? Yeah, you know what? That's a really great question. Um, we're still very, like I said, we've only been around for, you know, we've opened the doors for about 18 months. So, and we are a small team, but we are like, outreach is incredibly important. Um, and there's a few things that we're doing um, so that we can, you know, engage, you know, uh, youth, universities, etc. So we do have summer camps uh, for youth and we can talk about that a little bit more. Um, that those are becoming incredibly, incredibly popular. Um, and with the universities, yes, we have affiliations and, you know, we're, we're in the process of getting curriculum approved so that we can, you know, do that, those, you know, so the universities can run programs through us, et cetera. So those are early day discussions that are going on. Um, and as well, do you do, what you say, lower high school? Okay. Yes. Yeah. I think and he was know, just saying the whole spectrum of school. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and another thing that we're doing as well, we do like CTFs and hackathons uh, once a quarter. So we're always, you know, we're always posting stuff like that. If uh, younger people want to uh, get involved, you know, we'll get uh, the military side, we'll get the civilian side, and obviously we, there's youth teams. Um, and when we do the youth teams as well, you know, we try and set up like a, a mentorship so that the youth teams can kind of see what the high-level red teams uh, are doing. You know, and yeah. kind of walk them through it afterwards, etc. You know, do some sort of commentary. Oh, that's that's excellent. I had no idea. So uh, there was a question a little while ago, and um, I'll, I apologize for not having it at the ready. Uh, but basically, an individual said uh, that they live in Australia. Thank you for tuning in, our international friends. And uh, when will Cyberbytes come to Australia? So I'll, I'll pose it as a kind of a bigger question. You guys are only 18 months. You're expanding quite rapidly just in Quantico. But what is the what's the the vision of a uh, the footprint for Cyberbytes, uh, you know, regionally or, or, you know, online or whatever? Yeah, well, there is, you know, this is there's a lot of talk about this. And you're right. It is still really early days. Um, there is longer term plans to do this nationally um, and then take this model and then go internationally as well, you know, because obviously we have affiliation with, you know, uh, organizations all over the globe. So, you know, taking this footprint is, I think once it's really set up here, I don't think it'll be, you know, don't get me wrong, it'll still be a lot of work to open a, another center, you know, um, let's say in Australia or the UK or Malaga, one of my favorite places on earth, but um, mm -hmm. it's, uh, yeah. Is there plans to do that? Yes. Are they concrete plans today? You know, are they like is it mapped out sort of thing? No. Like we need to get and we need to get uh, the Stafford one up and running and you know 
done properly before we start going internationally so yeah yeah you don't want to turn into uh i guess what what i mean that's kind of how rome fell right they expanded too quickly too 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 widely and couldn't support themselves uh or or um what yeah or greece so anyways long story short uh i do appreciate it i'm glad that you guys are thinking uh longer term but again Again, I'm seeing a theme here, Amanda, very deliberate about the decisions you're making uh, with mm-hmm. with a mind to the integrity of the overall product, right? Expand too quickly and the, the quality degrades to the point where it's okay. like, what, what was the point? So mm-hmm. I, I do like that. Um, you mentioned these summer camps. Um, I agree with Brian here. Uh, who says where were these when I was growing up? Like I, I didn't, I didn't have summer camp. Or if I did, it was basically just getting dumped off at the local rec club, uh, yeah. you know, for eight hours in the summer with a lunchbox and a, you know, whatever. So uh, as far as these summer camps go, can you elaborate a little bit? Who, who, sure. who can get involved? Where are they located? What, what's more information on it? All right, let yeah. Do you want to, sh- you could share your screen if you want, Amanda, or you could give okay. me the link and I'll share it. Okay. Let me just pull this up and I'll. All right. I love it. <laughs> uh, is it? Uh, uh, uh. Oh, that's a good question. Guillermo's got a, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Guillermo, if I'm destroying your name, but a uh, very good question coming up for Amanda here. I like this. Okay. Um, oh, I thought we had the actual... You have it somewhere here. No problem. Yeah, so guys, if again, drop it in chat if you would, base or, or um, mods. Uh, Cyberbytes Foundation, right? Like, the, the website's got all this stuff. Like, we brought, like... We brought Amanda on to bring life to the Cyberbytes Foundation versus me just doing a 10-minute video where I click through their website, right? That's definitely not dynamic. It's 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 fine. It's a dynamic website, but obviously having Amanda here to share um, from her perspective is way more valuable. So definitely uh, check out the website after the stream, after the stream. Yeah. You got the link, uh, Amanda? You got to bring it up? Yeah. Well, yeah, I have the actual date. Here we go. I'll pop those to you. Okay. Um, where is that? Yeah. Yeah. If there's a. Oh wow. Okay. I don't think that. Oh wow. So this is interesting, Chad. I'm going to drop this in chat right now. If you have a URL, Amanda, you want to share with me, that's public. I will. I will share this. Guys, I just dropped it in chat, and I'm pulling it up on here. This is interesting. It's not just Hacker Summer Camp like I thought. I in, in my mind, it was Hacker Summer Camp, which. Right. Uh, is actually kind of funny because that's what we call DEFCON, but um, yeah. but it's drone, crypto, VR, mm-hmm. AR. These are really cool. These are really cool. Yeah. Guillermo, perfect. Yes, this is really cool. So, um, yeah, where can I find out about more of this? And do I have to dress up like like my nine-year-old? Like, do I have to wear a Pokemon shirt in order to slip in and get into the drone hacking camp? Yeah, do you know why? Whenever we talk about this with, you know, kind of the adults in the room and we're and they're like, oh my God, I want to come and do this camp. And, you know, where are these when I was younger? And it's, and it, it is incredible. It is absolutely incredible. So in the one thing, you know, I'm a mom. I have, um, I have two young boys who will be attending these camps this year. I have an eight-year-old and an 11-year-old, two boys. And I think 
you know, this is a little bit off topic. I think that we put like our own barriers in front of our children. You know, you look on the box and it says, oh, you know, suitable for like 12 plus or whatever. Um, you know, even though children don't have the necessary skill sets for this, the, the rate at which they learn is, you know, it, it's incredible. So I think mm -hmm. it, this is something, these are skills that are, that our children are going, it, it's not maybe have some programming skills or maybe have some, like you won't be able to kind of do anything unless you have some sort of computer skills, you know, mm -hmm. and you, you, you must, you must be able to write a few lines of code. Like you, that's just, they should be starting that in schools today, you know, mm -hmm. and like it's have to, it should be, take coding. Like it's just the fact of life. And, and I don't, maybe in my, maybe I'm a little bit biased. I bring my own bias to the table. <laughs> I think this is going to be really important stuff. And if we can engage kids from a really, really young age, we're, we're going to be winning. Um, so non, in addition to the camps that we have, we also bring in like subject matter experts um, as well to talk to the kids. Um, I, I, like I said, I started with the foundation last summer. So uh, I was at the tail end of the, uh, of the summer camps. And we had a very high level official from the FBI who happened to be touring the facility while the summer camps were going on. So, and I just, I remember standing there, I was like, could you imagine, and, and she was a woman, it was a woman who came in as well. So I said, could you imagine sitting there, you know, doing your drone hacking and having someone like a high level person from the FBI explaining to you how they use this out in the field and saying, you know what, oh, and by the way, you know, if you want to get your parents to bring you over for a tour of the facility the, over at the FBI Academy, no problem, we'll do that too, here's my card. So, you know, just things like that are really, really, really important. Yeah, absolutely. And it just, again, I, I preach it like gospel on this channel that yeah. networking is, networking is, is like half the battle, right? Like if mm -hmm. you didn't go to that summer camp, you're not going to bump into the FBI director. You're definitely not going to get the invite for the walk around uh, the uh, yeah. FBI headquarters, et cetera. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's so cool. It's really cool to see that you guys are, Delivering in ways that I, I almost think wasn't envisioned when you laid the groundwork for like your your education, your innovation and all these things. So it's very, yeah. very cool. No, uh, and to see the kid, I think to see the kids learning is really, um, you know, from when they get there and it's like, oh, I don't really, you know, I don't know anything about this to, you know, at the end of the week, it's like, wow, look what I've done and look what I've built. And, you know, that getting kids, getting children engaged and interested and then, but keeping them engaged and interested is is really paramount and I, you know, it's, it's a, a, a broader issue that needs to be addressed if we're gonna, you know, move forward, you know. Yeah, so as far as like criteria goes, we got one here, like what, what's the age limit? What's, we've, we've also got one, what's it cost? Like where can people get more information? This is a very interesting topic for many, many of us. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna be posting that on the website really soon. They're just finalizing, you know, like we have supply chain issues like everybody else. So we're gonna be posting that on the website very, very, very soon. Uh, once we get everything sorted out, so like literally probably within the next week or so. Okay, and will these camps all be in person in Quantico? Is that the is that the vision of it? Yes, yes. Okay. Everything will take place at the foundation. So, um, but there is talk like we we've been approached by a number of organizations to take this model and then do it uh, do it elsewhere. So, mm -hmm. you know. But again, that's uh, early stages. Um, we should know more about additional locations probably within the next two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. I, I could, um, I could, I could very much see. Just put the, put a pin in this one. I could see me yeah. 
hosting one in my local area tied to one of these. If you guys deliver the curriculum, not deliver the curriculum, but provide the curriculum, I yeah. will go into the community and deliver it. Um, okay. I, well, you know, like yeah. just put a pin in it. Just put a pin in it. Just saying, just saying. There you go, right here. <laughs> I love it. So, you know, yeah. um, NZ Extreme actually brings up a really great point and one that I wholeheartedly endorse. Love the fact that you guys are choosing current trending technology, yeah. not, you know, you know, whatever, Commodore 64 or talking about, I mean, I don't think you guys would be talking about Fortran and Pascal, but, oh, but, it, you know, with, <laughs> I know, right. But with, with the amount of money that Facebook of all, all of them is dumping into the metaverse uh, and, you know, basically giving Oculus Quest twos away at, at below cost, um, you know, understanding AI, uh, excuse me, AR and VR is going to be, a pretty valuable skill set, not just uh, from a market ability of the individual being like, oh, I understand this. I can help you as an organization, but also it's just a, a citizen operating within what will become the normal society once this thing becomes, you know, full steam and that's the way yeah. you're going to school. Ready player yeah. one. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, no, like, I think, the, yeah, this whole metaverse is, is going to be really interesting. And we're, you know, there's obviously talks already about what's, how we're going to operate in that space and how we're going to, you know, be a major player within that space as well. So those conversations are certainly happening at the foundation. Yeah. Oh, so you guys are going to buy um, a 30,000 square foot NFT in in the uh, metaverse and then host host virtual uh, summer camps up in there? Yeah, you never know, you know, we're going to make yeah. the impossible possible. I exactly. And just really quick chat, please, like, let's not like swamp chat with NFT, NFT chatter. There there's a whole subset of folks in here are all buck wild up on NFT. Okay. Always trying to, always trying to uh, spin NFT. <laughs> so, so you mentioned uh, CTFs and hackathons. Could you elaborate on that too? I mean, is that usually CTFs are online usually yeah. and, and yeah. you can do individual, you can do teams, like what, can, dig a little deeper on what the CTFs are all about. Right. Well, one of, um, we have one of our partners who, you know, that's kind of their business exclusively. So, you know, we partnered with them and, but I also, like I, I used the model that we talked about before. So, we had uh, military involvement. Um, we had their red teams. We had uh, a few civilian teams, and it, it's an international event. Again, they're all online. Um, we didn't do this one in, per in person, um, and then we did have some junior teams as well. So mm -hmm. uh, the last CTF, it was you know Jeopardy style. They know, um, you know, and then we had the mentorship program afterwards. So you know, they we had the high level red teams explain, uh, you know, to the younger children, you know, exactly what you know, what they were doing and how they did it, et cetera. Okay. So, okay. So, I mean, that's a very, very valuable education. So, but you're saying children again, like is, is somebody who might be uh, 42 with gray in their beard? Is that, is, are they invited to participate yeah. in these CTS? You know yeah. And as we do more and more on them, you know, like they'll be open to, to everybody. We just had one, we had one a couple of weeks ago, but that one was, it was quite close. It was a, you know, to a specific targeted audience. Um, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. but like I said, we're going to be doing them every quarter now. So yeah, we'll open it up to absolutely everybody. 
Okay. Well, if you let me know, I'll yeah. definitely share it with the Simply Cyber okay. community uh, yeah. for sure. Um, so, but that the next one, the next coming up one, the dates aren't set. There's no website to go to right now or? No, 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 not yet. It'll okay. be towards the end of the quarter. It'll okay. Do you guys typically, are you posting it on LinkedIn or like, where are you socializing these type of things? Yeah, well, I would say on our website, but our website is undergoing a huge upgrade at the moment. Um, oh, you know, okay. another, another work in progress. Uh, but no, everything that goes on through the foundation, I think LinkedIn is a is, is a good place to start. Okay, yeah. So I've I've followed. I guess that's what you do on LinkedIn with brands. You yeah. follow them. So I have followed Cyberbytes Foundation. So when I see you guys dropping stuff. Um, yeah. I'll definitely share it with, with the community, but if you guys see it out there, definitely share it or dig into okay. it a little bit because CTFs are a lot of fun. I have to be careful personally, yeah. because when I go into a CTF, it's like blinders <laughs> on. I don't know if it's daytime, nighttime. I like, I, I haven't shaved. Like it's, a, I, I, I just want that trophy. <laughs> yeah. I turn into a mess, uh, honestly. So I try to limit my CTFs to one or two a year. Uh, fully understanding right. okay. uh, the cost of what yeah. it's going to do to me. Yeah. So well, um, you know we're we're going to be running a couple of more. You know you're uh, quite familiar with our new partner that's going to be uh, assisting with them. So you know. Oh, uh, like I do know the, your new partner. I didn't realize that was going to be the platform. That is. Uh, yeah. yeah, I am definitely excited fun. about the next CTF. That that platform yeah. is dope. Um, yeah. Okay, so. Couple, couple rapid fire questions for you, Amanda. Carrie just wants to know if any of the classes uh, will ever be virtual or currently are any virtual. Which class? Are you talking like the summer camps? The classes are all virtual, that you have the option to do them virtual or in person. Okay, very cool. Thank you. Um, yeah. Ro Ro I haven't read this one. Roger Swanson, have you made any plans on how local organizations can connect or partner with your foundations? Or like our ISC Charleston chapter or folks in ISACA. So yeah, interesting. Are you how are you partnering with cybersecurity professional organizations? That's you know that's one conversation at a time. You know, and because I want to ensure that you know when companies or organizations are coming on board or they want to partner us, with us, that we can actually do the work to to support them, or we can you know give them what they need you know, back. So like I said, that at this point, that's one conversation at a time to say, you know, here's the sort of work that we're doing, you know, what are you looking for, et cetera. So mm -hmm. if anybody is interested, simply just drop me a message and I'll, you know, we can set up a time to have a conversation. Perfect. Yeah. And Amanda is up on <clears throat> LinkedIn, a uh, very active user on LinkedIn. So, you know, you, you, you accepted my connection request. So uh, I feel like you're, you're open to connect. <laughs> Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. So we're almost uh, at time here. It's been a wonderful conversation, Amanda. I love what you guys are doing. Uh, a lot of interesting topics. I definitely want to learn more about the summer camps, especially having two young boys of my own who uh, I want to give as many opportunities to allow them to be, grow up to be nerds like their dad as I possibly can. Uh, and if it doesn't happen, that's fine. But I tried. So let me uh, let me give you an opportunity. You can have the floor. Uh, final thoughts that you'd like to share with everybody before you head on out. Well, first, first and foremost, I just I want to thank you for inviting us on today. So thank you, Mr. Fiber. And um, if anybody wants more information about the summer camps, please just drop me a message and I'll get that uh, over to you. And if you are interested in any sort of partnership 
uh, questions, again, just drop that to me as well. So again, today, I just wanted to get the word out about everything that we were doing here at the foundation. And I hope I was able to answer everyone's questions. So thanks. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think you, you definitely answered everyone's questions and you definitely covered many, many initiatives. I'm, I'm super pumped. And there's a couple that uh, we talked about offline that uh, we didn't even get to tease. So definitely follow um, Cyberbytes Foundation on LinkedIn. I, there's going to be some things in the fall uh, that they have planned. Uh, I don't want to commit anything since I'm not involved in any way. But uh, I was excited when Amanda told me some of their like, you know, stretch goals for 2022. So I'm pretty pumped mm -hmm. about that. Thank you yeah. so much for being here, Amanda. I, I genuinely appreciate it. Well, it was a great conversation. I had a lot of fun today. So yeah, we'll have to do it again. All right. Awesome. Let me send you off to the green room. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation. Amanda is absolutely an amazing person. I really, really enjoyed having her on. So let me just share with you guys really quickly a couple of things that we've got coming up. You know how I like to tease these things. This is Cyberbytes Foundation's website, guys. If you didn't know it, this is it. So this is where you can go get more information. Next Thursday, guys, our 4.30 live. I think I'm going to start calling it Simply Cyber Live. Okay, so that, get ready for that. Next Thursday, we are having Zach Hill. Many of you know him as the IT Career Questions YouTuber, a couple hundred thousand. He's recently joined TCM Academy, and he's their brand manager over there. He's a really good guy, and he really likes helping people. I've had multiple conversations with Zach. He's going to come on, and we are going to be talking about how branding helps you get jobs, right? How to do branding. This is going to be a very practical action takeaway type of conversation. We like we were like, hey, Zach, let's work together. Yeah, let's collab. What should we do? And I was like, dude. And we just started talking about Simply Cyber and IT career questions and how, you know, like basically, um, you know, because you get known for something, people seek you out, right? Like, like job opportunities and uh, opportunities to speak at events and stuff like that. Like branding, it's not as important as networking right now, but it's very important. It has incredible value. And we're going to talk about how you can do it because anyone can do it. It's not exclusive to extroverts. It's not exclusive to people who can afford gear and all this crap. It's, it's a technique that you can utilize. And Zach is a master of it. And we're going to break it down next week. So I hope you can join us again. Every um, morning, tomorrow morning at 8 a.m., I do this cybersecurity threat briefing. Many of you have joined me uh, every morning. I, I recognize a lot of you. Many of you are squad members in here, so I, I genuinely appreciate that. It keeps the threat briefing ad-free. Uh, we're going to be breaking down the top cybersecurity news stories of the day. I give my professional opinion on each one and how you can actionably take some something away from that story to help your end users, to help yourself professionally, or just to be a better, well-rounded, minded cybersecurity professional. So I hope you can join me and the rest of the Simply Cyber community at 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. It'll be on the Simply Cyber channel. So that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you all so much. And until next time, stay secure. Mm -hmm.